0: I think it's possible to like this ad and want to take a shower after this ad.
1: Everyone knows that Pete loves going on Fox.
0: Welcome to Political Experts React, where we break down political ads and media, explain what people behind them are trying to accomplish, and decide whether or not they did a good job. I'm Dan Pfeiffer, former communications director to President Barack Obama, and joining me today is Liz Smith, senior advisor to Pete Buttigieg during his 2020 presidential campaign and author of the brand new memoir, Any Given Tuesday. Liz, welcome to Political Experts React.
1: Thanks for having me, Dan.
0: We are very excited to have you on. You are one of the Democratic Party's premier strategists, but you are the, also the author of our brand new book, Any Given Tuesday. The other reason we want to have you on today is we talk a lot on this show and Crooked Media more broadly about Fox News, how Democrats should interact with it, how we should think about it, how we should defeat it. And you have been a someone who has advocated for Democrats going on Fox News. You worked for Pete Buttigieg, who very famously used Fox News in many ways during his campaign. So we're gonna we're gonna spend a little bit of time looking at some Fox content. First ad we're gonna watch is from Tim Ryan, a Democrat running for Senate in Ohio.
1: Uh, Congressman Ryan, you've been a jobs creator. You've been tough on China.
0: you on the stump, and you talk bread and butter issues, economy, kitchen table issues. Tim Ryan, somebody who is obviously pitching some of the more moderate ideas. Watch, for example, what happened when Congressman Tim Ryan tried to remind his fellow Democrats that most Americans don't actually support open borders. to well, that's opportunity right. You're, you're and very moderate. I mean, you're stuff.
1: hanging out in the middle like most of us are.
0: I'm Tim Ryan, and I approve this message. I
1: think it's possible to like this ad and want to take a shower after this ad when i first saw this ad i was like oh my god this is brilliant and i am someone who has worked in ohio i was on the obama campaign and you were working for obama when obama won by one percent but You know, since then, with the exception of Jared Brown, it has been a wasteland for Democrats. So I thought this was really, really strategically smart of Tim's campaign to do because they understand that they can't do the traditional, just try to run up the Democratic vote in the three C's, which is Ohio insider political speak for the three cities, Cincinnati, Cleveland, and Columbus. You have to win over independents and Republicans. And the way to do that is to go on conservative media. And it was really brilliant to me that they did use all these hosts in their own words, saying that Tim has, you know, uh, moderate positions on immigration and trade and agrees with Trump on certain things. And that is what Tim is going to need to win this race. And especially in a really tough year like this, what do you think?
0: Tim Ryan has to win a lot of people who voted for Donald Trump in 16 and 20 to have a chance in this race. In 2020, some of the best ads that I saw tested were ones that included conservative criticism of Trump. Mm -hmm. There There was an ad about, they had footage of Tucker Carlson criticizing Trump's foreign policy that was very, very effective with the exact sort of voters that were Republican Trump voters who were open to Biden. Tim Ryan needs all of those voters, every single one of them. Do I like seeing Tucker Carlson on my TV? No. Is it good for Tim Ryan? Yes. Next, we're going to watch a clip which is a little longer than typical ad, but it's of U.S. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, Liz's former boss, on Fox News.
2: Your husband tweeted after uh, Justice Brett Kavanaugh left a Washington restaurant due to protesters. The tweet reads, sounds like he just wanted some privacy to make his own dining decisions. Is that appropriate, sir? Look, when uh, public officials go into public life, we we should expect two things. One, uh, you should always be free from violence, harassment, and intimidation. And two, you're never going to be free from criticism or peaceful protest, people exercising their First Amendment rights. And that's what happened in this case. Remember, the justice never even came into contact with these protesters. uh, Reportedly didn't see or hear them. And these protesters are upset because a right, an important right, that the majority of Americans' support was taken away. Understood. Not only the right to choose, by the way, but, the, but this justice was part of the process of stripping away the right to privacy. As long as I've been alive, settled Bye. case law in the United States has been that the Constitution protected a right to privacy. And that has now been thrown out the window by justices, including Justice Kavanaugh, who, as I recall, swore up and down... IN FRONT OF GOD AND EVERYONE, INCLUDING THE UNITED STATES CONGRESS, THAT THEY WERE GOING TO LEAVE SETTLED CASE LAW ALONE. SO, YES, PEOPLE ARE UPSET. THEY'RE GOING TO EXERCISE THEIR FIRST AMENDMENT RIGHTS. AND AS LONG AS THAT'S PEACEFUL, THAT'S PROTECTED. COMPARE THAT, FOR EXAMPLE, TO THE REALITY THAT AS A COUNTRY, RIGHT NOW, we're reckoning with the fact that a mob summoned by the former president All right, well let me follow on Mr. Secretary. the United States Capitol for the purpose of overthrowing the election and very nearly succeeded in preventing the peaceful transfer of power. But I think common sense can tell the difference. But as a high-profile public figure, sir, are you comfortable with protesters protesting when you and your husband go to dinner at a restaurant? PROTESTING PEACEFULLY OUTSIDE IN A PUBLIC SPACE? SURE. LOOK, I CAN'T EVEN TELL YOU THE NUMBER OF SPACES, VENUES, AND SCENARIOS WHERE I'VE BEEN PROTESTED. AND and THE BOTTOM LINE IS THIS. ANY PUBLIC FIGURE SHOULD ALWAYS, ALWAYS BE FREE FROM VIOLENCE, INTIMIDATION, AND HARASSMENT, BUT SHOULD NEVER BE FREE FROM CRITICISM, or people exercising their First Amendment rights.
0: Okay, first I have to stipulate. I'm not saying I watch a lot of Fox News, I certainly don't, but I've literally never seen that person interviewing Pete to judge in my entire Wait, life. It's not, I'm not sure that's a real person. I
1: have never seen that person before either. And like, everyone knows that Pete loves going on Fox, right? He gets like this pleasure out of it because, you know, he's really good at doing Fox. And he's a competitive guy and it really gets to him. So it's like, if you're going to have him on Fox, you know, come at him with like maybe a little better talent than that. Chris Wallace would never have let him get away with that, you know?
0: We all agree that Pete is excellent at being a Fox. Why is he better than other Democrats?
1: Tone-wise, he does well with the audience because he, he's not like a yelly, screamy Democrat. He sounds reasonable even if he's saying things that they might not necessarily agree with. If you can master the art of communicating on Fox News, it can have this huge amplifying effect and get your message out much wider than that. I don't know how many people were watching Fox News Sunday that day. I know that that clip has now gotten over 10 million, at least, views on Twitter. you got to think of it as reaching a broader audience. Only if you can do it well. The
0: next ad we're going to watch is from a Republican super PAC named One Nation.
1: Meantime, here in Nevada, we appear to have one of the highest inflation rates in the country.
2: Soaring prices for gas, food, housing, and construction supplies continue to hammer Nevadans.
0: Senator Catherine Cortez Masto was the deciding vote for President Biden's multi-trillion dollar spending spree, sending inflation through the roof and raising gas and grocery prices over 8% on hardworking Nevadans. Tell Senator Cortez Masto to stop voting for reckless spending and start fighting inflation. What do you think about this ad, and what would you tell a Democrat facing an ad like this how to respond?
1: The message of the ad, I think, is broadly effective. We know that inflation is the number one issue facing voters right now. But they threw in the reconciliation thing at the end. (laughs) And it was smart, right? Outside of my friends in politics, I don't know anyone who understands what reconciliation means, right? It sounds like some big, scary thing. This ad, I think, sort of
0: summarizes the sort of the battlefield of this election, which is Republicans want it to be about, for the broader public, inflation, gas prices, price of food, state of the economy. And Democrats want it to be about Republicans trying to ban abortion, ban gay marriage, ban books. I think a good response ad comes right back at the Republicans. Are they trying to fix inflation? No. What are they trying to do? Ban abortion, ban gay marriage, overturn the next election, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera.
1: Although, you know what? I'm going to quibble with it a little bit. No,
0: quibble, quibble, quibble.
1: The Nevada electorate has changed a lot. It has gone way to the right since 2008. I don't think democracy ranks high for voters there. I don't think abortion ranks super highly for voters there. I really do think that the pocketbook issues are gonna be more important for the voters of Nevada. I would go and say that, that, uh, I, can I cuss on here? I don't can, Yeah,
0: you can. Oh, yeah. You think I would invite you, Liz Smith, <laughs> on a video show where you can't cuss? Okay. That would be playing with fire. <laughs>
1: I already have to ask. Yes. But like, look, yes. he's trying to say that she doesn't give a shit about you. She doesn't give a shit about your pocketbook. And I would turn it back around on him and say no. Actually, he doesn't give a shit about you or your pocketbook. All he gives a shit about are the profits of the big health insurance companies. We know what
0: the Republicans' message is going to be. They're going to hammer that all the way to the end. How we respond to it, I think, is still up for debate, as would be very typical of Democrats. So, Liz, (laughs) thank you so much for joining us. Everyone, go out and buy Liz's book. It's amazing. Any Given Tuesday.
1: Any Given Tuesday. It's a hell of a ride.
0: Political Experts React is a Crooked Media digital series. I'm your host, Dan Pfeiffer. Our producers are Elijah Cohn and Ben Hethcote. Our editor is Caitlin Stone. Digital direction from Matt DeGroote. To check out more of our digital series, head to youtube.com podsaveamerica